Hey everyone, and welcome back to Cosmic Crit. This is your GM Patrick here, and if you are listening to this episode the week it comes out, well, first off, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. But secondly, then, uh, you are ready for a heaping handful of CritterCon 4 announcements that are going to be valid for this week as the convention is this weekend, April 23rd through the 25th. That's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, for fans out there listening who have never attended a CritterCon before, it is our podcast online convention for Starfinder and Pathfinder Society Gaming. And we are soliciting donations all week long for our charity partner, Medsan San Frontiers, or as you might know it, Doctors Without Borders. So we are inviting you all, everyone listening, to come play games and donate to a great cause all weekend long uh, by joining our Discord. You got the link in the description of this episode. And yeah, really uh, jumping into the fun. Uh, we have right now up on CosmicCrit.com a list of our stream schedule. And we've got people streaming for over 16 hours over the course of the weekend. Uh, these are games that you can donate towards and give the players on the stream re-rolls or affect the outcomes in fun or mischievous ways. And I want to highlight our Saturday night stream. We're going to have Paizo's own Starfinder developer, Jason Keeley, coming in to guest GM for us. But here's the catch. We're not playing Starfinder. We're playing a super secret game that you have to show up to experience live as it is going to be the first time and place anywhere you will see this game on planet earth i can't hype this up more that is saturday night april 24th at about 9 p.m eastern besides gaming and streaming we have dozens dozens of prizes and giveaways happening all week long during the convention you can donate multiple times in, in $3 increments and up to enter yourself into random drawings for amazing gifts. CritterCon 4, we've, we've partnered this year with some amazing names in the world of role-playing games, and we have some awesome prizes to show for it. Our, our friends at Tinker House Games have donated sets of sci-fi tabletop terrain the fine folks and our friends at Norse Foundry have donated some awesome dice sets. And, of course, Critical Hit Cookies has donated some delicious sweets. Uh, in addition to that, we've got Boons, we've got Cosmic Crit Dice, uh, T-shirts, and, and dozens of other cool things that you can win by donating to this amazing charity, Doctors Without Borders. So, set time aside this weekend, Friday, April 23rd through the 25th, and join in on a game or or pop in onto a stream and say hello, make a donation, and make sure not to miss out on these amazing items you can only grab here at CritterCon 4 2021. That's going to do it for this week's announcements. <laughs> we've, we've got a big convention ahead of us, so... 
Let's first dive back into the action here on the podcast. It is time that we rejoin the SDF forces. We've got a bit of a quieter episode this week as it's time to plan Midnight Squad's next move. Uh, This is episode 181, and we call it Thoraxes Thoraxes and and Allies. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Don't let that ape escape! Get your net, set your traps, and get that ape in this week's episode of Cosmic Ape Crit Escape! This is your GM Patrick here, a.k.a. your ape that escaped. And joining me in collecting said escaped apes are my five escaped and your ape players. To my right, why, uh, it's an ape that done flew away to escape. It's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Across from her, this ape tosses coconuts at you and then escapes. It's true, delivering Echo 7. Colonel, these apes, they're everywhere. To my right, an ape that escapes with a shield. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. An escaped monkey's uncle. It's Tyler dredging up to Vasha. Yo-ho! Across from him, dear lord, that ape has a sword. And I think I will let him escape on purpose. It's Jabert playing his trust. Boy, this game really doesn't have too much going on, huh? <laughs> and across the digital table. <laughs> An ape so small, I barely noticed when he escapes. Why it's Miles mixing up with Sprouts. Good evening. Guys, I didn't feel like looking up facts about Ape Escape for this week's intro. <laughs> And well, that is a game I 100%ed in like high school. <laughs> I, I have some not facts. care. I, Ape Escape, the first game to require, not just use, but require Sony's True. either dual analog or original dual shot controller that I have we in need, my hands we, right now. We know everything we need to know about it just from the title. It's Ape Escape. <laughs> uh, did, did you did you know that they've done escaped? Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater had a tie-in with Ape Escape. I want to say it was Ape Escape 3. And then Ape Escape 3 also had a Metal Gear Solid tie-in with that game. There was some cross-mogenation happening. And uh, you could get uh, you could get Snake some uh, some guys, monkey camo. Guys, someone else yell at Drew. I'm tired from the Ape Escape. And- Drew, this is why our episodes always run too long. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> My... Uh, I felt bad taking up like any extra time from the Ape Escape intro. That's, I think, the shortest one I've done in a while. But, uh, guys, we are back at it. It's a, It's been a long time since we've started a book six, an AP volume six back in season one. Episode 61 was the last time. All real flashbacks was the, the start of Empire of Bones. And believe it or not, that was way back November 19th, 2018, which seems like forever ago. (laughs) I was a baby back then. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, here we are. Uh, This is episode 181. So a full 120 episodes later. Are you guys ready to dive into it again? Oh, yeah. Guess so. Let's get to it. No, you're not, because before we do, uh, we're, we're going to get a, a quick recap on all of book five by none other than Sprouts Marlowe, Plant Investigator. What happened last book on Cosmic Crit? 
So you want to debrief? Fine. Listen up and keep your Hylaxian mugs on silent, because I'm not going to say this once. We weren't so much whisked away into the swarm mindscape as we were shaken, stirred, and dry heaved into this insane desert. As we made our way through the sandy clink, we finally came across an entity known as Independence. They showed us how to harness the crown's energy, like this giant empathy comb we couldn't aim right at the swarm. On our trek to power this hood, or- hood ornament, we came across fallen friends and strange allies. You've got a sail on the sand. The crown required sacrifices of us. Test our commitment. Heavy as they were, Midnight Company don't back down, so let that be a lesson to anyone else who may question our gumption. We powered the crown and took the fight to the swarm hive mount itself. It was big, it was scary, it shook us to its core, but it was no match for steely resolve and the blaster in my hand. As we took down the mindscape, we relieved it of its hatred. Where? Not exactly sure of the larger ramifications. In our eyes, we've been gone for days. We're hurt, we're tired, and I could use a drink. I think that goes for all of us, even some of the listening audience smiles, so very apt. Um, but we can't start yet because, believe it or not, uh, we get to have a quick discussion whenever you guys level up here on Cosmic Crit. Uh, this is level 11, and I was wondering what stuff you all got. And it's, it is exciting for me to hear from our two operatives because you're not at the same level of operative. So it's actually, if, if I remembered what Miles got, I guess, last level, I might know what Rebecca gets. But does, do one of you guys want to start? Sure. Ooh, our full, uh, so full-blooded operative. Yeah, so uh, one of my special things is my detective's insight, which I get for my oh. specialization. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is a specialization level for you. So at the 11th level, your incredible insights help you move investigations forward where mundane inquiries fail. Once per day, you can spend one resolve point and take 10 minutes pondering a mystery or quandary to gain an enigmatic insight as (laughs) if you would cast divination, though the result is often presented as cryptic as a cryptic clue. (laughs) I I think Sprouts is going to solve the mystery. This this book of who attacks us, <laughs> it was um, the form, see? And then I took uh, for my feet, I took a uh, defensive role. Okay. In case you're not on a certain soldier's shoulder. Ooh, that's hard to say. Certain well, soldier's shoulder. <laughs> well, so the, the cool thing about it is as a reaction when you are attacked or when you must attempt a reflex saving throw, you can attempt an acrobatics check. If you use this ability as a reaction to an attack and your acrobatics check it result exceeds your opponent's attack roll result, the attack misses you. Oh, interesting. Um, and I have a pretty good acrobatics, so I... That is hot! Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, the tiny yeah. plant creatures got to go back. That's cool, Miles. What about Rebecca? Yeah, I'm I'm a bit behind, so not quite as exciting for me, but I did get an operative exploit. So I picked up experiential learning, um, which uh, gives me some resistance against magical effects. So it gives me an um, attempt at a second saving throw. So maybe Mm -hmm. that'll help occasionally. I'm hoping we'll we'll find some magical swarm in this book. We'll see. Um, (laughs) 
And then I also picked up Iron Will because that crown uh, taking away all of my will for a while uh, was was really hurting. So <laughs> I decided you. to pick up some extra. <laughs> you were straight shook. Uh, great. Who wants to go next? We got a, we got a mystic, a Solarian, uh, a soldier. I'll go next. Um, uh, yeah, skill channel goes up uh, another point. So get an extra plus one to athletics and intimidate. And in addition to that, I'm picking up a feat. Um, I'm picking up uh, enhanced communalism. So, oh, what does I that can, do? I can spend RP to use that uh, more than once per day. Oh, um, so that's so good. I forgot about yeah. that. And additionally, I can also use it as a reaction um, on someone else's turn to let to give them communalism. Ooh. So. So when somebody is about to make an attack, I can be like, mm, I feel like this is important. You get communalism. <laughs> so where the big bad has a, a spell that targets one person. You're like, uh, guess what? <laughs> They're not dying today. <laughs> Book not today. <laughs> Unless they roll two ones. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about, uh, what about soldiers and Solarians? I, I'll, I'll, I'll throw in, uh, not a huge level for for Echo. Uh, I've got uh, a new ability called Soldier's Onslaught, which I think Adras had uh, back in season one. Uh, it mm. lets you I can make three attacks for a full attack, but it's at a minus six penalty instead of a minus four. So yeah, you know so how much good. I love those it's double really good. attacks. It's really it's good. Still so, so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I got another gear boost and. The th- you know, it's funny about the gear boost that I remember that I took a different gear boost at level seven that uh, I should have been using this entire time. But that's a whole other uh, thing. Uh, the gear boost I picked up was heavy onslaught. So my attacks with heavy weapons bypass part of a target's damage reduction. So if uh, if it doesn't already overcome the DR, then I can treat the DR as if it were five lower. Oh, that's pretty useful. Yes. Pretty darn useful. Excellent. And finally, uh, last but not least, Tyler, what about Devasho? Hello. Uh, Devasho's, I mean, <clears throat> the class thing is boring, but I did not realize that they, uh, someone in, someone on Discord, many people on Discord, <laughs> actually, not that, the, I'm, and I, I'm sure people said this about Devasho, but I think many people have been wondering if Alindra was going to pick up this feed. Because they edited this feed in 2019 um, to actually make sense. And I don't even know how you're supposed to pronounce this feat. Uh, it's like Perius, Peria, Periostra or Periastra training. Essentially, this it's a feat for Solarians, which what it allows you to do is spend a resolve point to use a Zenith revelation immediately. Oh, interesting. As yeah. long as you're as long as you're attuned one or two points you can spend a resolve point and use zenith just like you were fully attuned so mm-hmm. which is really nice for those intense fights where i'm like where you know it's one of those situations where like man i really want to use solar acceleration or wormhole or any of these other things now it's not going to be as useful on turn three spend a resolve use it right away blast them be useful so yeah awesome uh, all right. So, yeah, level 11 action. Um, let's get back into the story of Attack of the Storm. As we last left off the ship, the, the SS Scout has indeed pulled up to the Forever Reliquary. 
the diplomatic starship that you guys saved from a Dreadlancer attack while you're in the Mindscape. And one that indeed was transporting Devasho's husband. Um, as you guys are getting ready to make your way back towards Ultranius, um, Tyler, I guess a question is, do you want to spend that time and, and travel with uh, with Tiejo? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I imagine you'd still kind of be guarding or, or, or giving that ship a, um, uh, a a guarded ride back now that they've made it out mm-hmm. this far. Um, with, so. uh, with Gauchak's vision, uh, you all can get back to the the icy surface of the the rock and see your ship and as you get back on board Gauchak's vision uh, you notice that it is already primed, ready to go and heated up as there is a perhaps a stowaway on board, a familiar face waiting for you on the command deck in the flesh and blood and looking like she might have enjoyed the first bath in a number of years is none other than a Seneca, the mindscape pirate, uh, lounging in the, the captain's chair as you as you come back. <laughs> she lives. Seneca, it's it is good to see you again. I did not think we would uh, have the honor of uh, witnessing your presence in the flesh. Uh, welcome to the land of the living once more. Yeah, how did exactly did you get here? I'm as surprised as you all, uh, but when you took out the connection, there was a, a huge energy surge, and I was, I was given a chance to to leave the mindscape as well. I gave uh, Andis and Jaldemark the keys to the kingdom and in the ship, and knew I just had to take this chance to get back, get back to the real world. Well, we're glad to have any help that we that we can get against the swarm. Yeah, and I mean. <clears throat> Boy, if you guys will allow it. Well, before I get back to my people in the pact, I feel like I owe you all a debt of uh, gratitude for, for springing me out of the swarm's mine. I want to join the STF. I want to ha- help you take down this this fragment of the swarm. Yes, I think we can make accommodations for that. And I, I don't know what the uh, what sort of the uh, the military version of deputizing somebody <laughs> but I'll uh, I'll take I'll take uh, one of the one of the conscription. Yeah, I'll I'll take one of the pins uh, from my uniform and I will affix it to uh, uh, her lapel. Oh no, Jabert doing that means you have to play Seneca now. Oh no, <laughs> and, and Trest becomes an NPC. Oh no, <laughs> the curse has been lifted. <laughs> well, uh, no, um, she is. Uh, willing to give up the, the captain's chair and take over Adros's position on the, the ship here, and we'll we'll dust it off. Who's position? Adros's? Oh, sh- sorry. Ty- yes! Tyler's. Yes! <laughs> oh, God! Where'd this lizard come from? Kill it, quick! Sprouts watches in horror as this lizard bursts through Devasha's skin. <laughs> oh, yeah! It's been me the whole time. Spoiler warning, I might be thinking about season four for some reason now that we're in book six of, of this AP. Uh, yes. Yes, no. <laughs> That's canon now. Adros was there. Now he faces. Where's Rook? Are you sure it's not Raul Walkie? 
uh, I can't remember. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we called her like eight different things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got the name wrong. Um, She's Rory. While, while you guys uh, can can get the Gautrex vision in, in working order here, it, it will take a little while to to plug in the guidance into the, the system. Um, do you want to send a, a sit rep to Commander Najiri before you guys take off? It'll be, you know, a few days of travel time to get from one side of the Susculan system to the other where all training assists. Yeah. Luckily, I recorded all of my uh, case files <laughs> so I can just send them off to base. I forgot to turn off my recorder so for the last <laughs> 12 weeks. We need we need Sprout's stories from the beginning of every episode like 150 to 180. Well, this is, the, this is, the, this is who he's talking to. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's cer- he's certainly not talking to an audience in the middle of a battle. <laughs> oh, oh, he's, he's giving these last times on. So you can just look at it as these are from the case files of Sprouts Marlowe from the mix up case files. Yeah. Um, so he j- he just he just sends copies of those on 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 the way, you know. Sure. This might be a smidge off topic, but I was curious about something. Do we still have those swarm abilities or those were those mindscape only? Unfortunately, Mindscape only. You, you ah. felt empowered with them for like an hour or so after leaving, but as you tried to turn off gravity in the, the real world, it didn't work. And ah. the entire thing does seem like a a long dream or perhaps more apropos, an incredible nightmare without ends that, that you guys experienced in the, the Mindscape. But like I said, it, it feels like you were there for for many months and then you know other parts kind of flew by and, and felt like you uh you just dreamed them up in in a, an hour or so nap time um with sprout stories is there any other messages you want to send to commander najiri mm-hmm. say you're on your way and things like that are we on our way we're on our way where ultranius i imagine oh, okay heading okay. back to sdf I can't I think, think of anything that Devasha yeah. would want. Yeah. That's fine. Um, there, there are a lot of comms that went down in the system when the swarm attacked. So I think maybe it's the next day when you get a response back, still traveling um, uh, through through space here. And the uh, response from Najiri, she says, Midnight Squad, we have been waiting for a response from you. I, I'm glad to hear you all are alive and well. Your mission has met with some success. What what you have reported seems to line up with the the intel that I am just receiving from our advanced outposts behind enemy lines. The swarm are disoriented. The tip top, my, my bosses here want to gather and make a battle plan, and they want you all there for the debrief on, on what you have discovered and what you experienced in the mindscape. Uh, she sends coordinates along with this and says, head, head to these coordinates and there you'll dock with the dreadnought called Titan Shield. It is the new fleet command HQ for the coalition forces. We have a lot to catch up on since you all left for Ilumchuva a month ago. Commander Najiri, out. Ooh, the coalition. I wonder what that means. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I wonder what that word means. I don't have a dictionary. A coalition <laughs> is a collection of nations or other States of power aligned together for a common purpose. Yeah, I was alive in the early 2000s too, Drew. 
Smart Alec. Just trying to explain to me what a coalition just, is. Just, just trying to have character moments. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> that was very See, nice, Drew. At, Thank at, you. At, this point, if it's not an Arnold's accent, we don't know. It's I, did, I did the whole like, heavy fire. I assume I, it's just I, I did the talking. whole robotic si- kind of pausing <laughs> voice. But I heard it, Drew. Apparently, I heard that's it. what I just sound like. <laughs> I heard it. Drew, you do sound oh, like no. Spock every no. once in a while for me. Um, yeah, no, this entire adventure has been like two months. You guys left for book three, Ilum Chuva about a month prior talk about <laughs> fun times that is a lot of work uh, as you are left to a fairly uneventful trip back towards old Tranius, uh you guys are, are given time to rest up level up repair your gear and echo seven grapple with your returned memories as leaving the mindscape and uh gaining back all the sacrifices you guys have made. You indeed, remember, have have retained now the memories of your, your former crew, the, the Geist Hammer. Um, it is indeed a long trip back to Ultranius, and I imagine you have many a thought in your head that you could have, you could have lost those permanently, but still something is inside telling you that while your mission in the Mindscape is, is done, your, your greater mission it has just begun as you were able to unite Midnight Squad and, and lead them through your visions. But you know that there are still many in Amaranthan souls, your people stuck inside the Mindscape, the Swarm Greater Collective um, from generations of conquest since your planet was taken, uh, just like Alto was. Does Echo 7 have any ideas on how to, to keep your promise, return those to the well of souls. We need to find out more about the Mindscape. We need to find out. We've seen the Mindscape from the inside, but I feel like we haven't seen the Mindscape from the outside. There's got to be some sort of, whether it's a collective of, of swarm that cr- cause it, whether there's a single entity that causes it or a group of powerful entities. That's... You mean a coalition? A coalition. <laughs> okay. Well... One thing you guys can have felt uh, in in exploring this mindscape before was indeed there. I mean, it's like a vast tarantula kind of webbing of the swarms got tarantulas now too. I mean, it's oh, no. in my mind, it's pretty gross because the swarm is one great entity, but it is in various parts of the galaxy all at once. So, spoilers, even if you defeat this offshoot of the swarm, there's still more swarm out there. But like you said, if you can figure out how exactly you guys were able to shut down this section of of the Mindscape and what ramifications that will have, maybe that will lead to to greater discoveries. At at the very least, you're pretty sure that a lot of Anranton souls are are stuck within this quadrant now, stuck within the the swarm that have invaded Susculin. I wish there was a cool name for this fragment of the swarm, like 
Mm, yeah. Blood, blood claw or something like that. You mean like, you mean like something a, clutch? You mean high, like like fleet monoliths? Like Zerg broods from Starcraft? They all had like a the Garm brood and the, the they all had different brood names. Well, no, just like uh, you know the overarching name for the this detachment of of swarm. This is, I mean, now it's it's basically the God hosts command. You know, there everything is under this large creature's purview, but uh, yeah, what exactly how you're going to use that to your advantage is, is yet to be seen. Uh, someone roll me a d6. This man needs a d6. Alright, so not too long to get back. Four days to get to the orbit around Ultranius, and these coordinates are a point of space far out in the the planet's Lagrange orbit, where you find floating in in the darkness a, a massive flotilla, a huge column of hundreds of starships. Your ships ping the black boxes of SDF military starships, like your your stealth Susculan Whip Viper um, that you guys took to to Elam Chuva. There are dozens of private aircraft, large and small, including the ship. You took from Susculin the Terminus Wild, and you also get pings of dozens of of packed and Viscarium ships, uh, and signals from starships from a dozen other worlds, including the the Raxalites have come with one of their their large bloom uh, stations and, and things like that. Uh, yeah, so it seems indeed like some of the universe has come to the defense of. Of of Ultranius and and readied for the the swarm to move from Susculin and, and, and attack Ultranius, which you guys were pretty sure was their their next move. You find the Titan Shield, this huge dreadnought, and can tell it was indeed a civilian vessel at some point that has now been augmented and it carries huge capital ship weapons on it and is painted with SDF stripes down the side. As you dock with this massive ship, Devasho, the SS scout, can also let you off at the same time. And as you say goodbye, you can meet back up with Midnight Squad here. And you all are met at the airlock by a familiar face, now perfectly balanced on a a well-suited titanium leg and, and wearing formal command attire is Commander Najiri. Uh, she gives you a quick SDF salute and quickly says, uh, at ease, Midnight Squad. It, it sounds like you all have been on quite the adventure. Ho- hopefully you've had a, a chance to rest on your, your journey here. How, how are you all? Are you fighting fit? We are. Uh, she looks at her data pad and there's like a, a huge calendar of meetings on it for the day. And she says... Our, our meeting's at 2,500 hours Susculin time. Um, if if you all need to catch a hot shower and change out of your armor, we will have formal uniforms made up for you. And as I said, you'll be meeting not just with me, but with SDF leadership and intelligence. It is important that that you all are, are ready for this. Midnight Squad's always ready. So she's going to lead you through a number of corridors that seem to be turned into makeshift barracks. So you're walking past hundreds of soldiers and sailors here, as well as enlisted engineers and, and non-coms uh, milling about. 
and uh, once you make me a profession soldier check, catch some snippets of their conversation here or there as you, you walk on by. Ooh. Ooh, you guys aren't playing around with these. Uh, well, actually, hold on. <laughs> Rebecca rolled a five, but has a plus 20 yeah. oh profession ship. God. <laughs> you rolled an 18, <laughs> but has a plus nine. <laughs> All right, you both did very well, but one was a, one was a hard mid-20 roll. Uh, yeah, you hear you know some soldiers calling out, maybe pointing in your direction as you, you walk by. There are some enlisted privates that salute you as you pass. Uh, I return the salute as we go. And, and you know, and some of them you hear, you know, did, did you hear that Midnight Squad's back? It's the last of the 5th Battalion. The last one's off Suskelon. Perhaps some other stories uh, that have made the the way through that supposedly you guys were instrumental in, in bringing the, the coalition forces together, maybe figuring out how to take down the, the swarm, but taking a look at their gear, the chatter that a lot of these soldiers are having, it does seem like the Dreadnought and the SDF are preparing for a deployment. You guys are pretty certain that can mean only one thing, an attack on Suskelin itself, bringing the fight to the swarm. Mm. Uh, you guys are taken to a set of officers' quarters, and before Najiri leaves you, she will give you uh, each a, a a box, five boxes on a, a shelf near the entrance to the quarters, and uh, says, you'll, you'll want to make sure you all add this to your uniforms. As of this moment forward, you've earned the equivalent ranks of majors, same as old Jaldemarek. Not you, Tress, though, because of your, your previous service, your history with the Defense Force. You've earned the, the rank of Lieutenant Colonel. <gasps> Congratulations, Midnight Squad, on the promotions. I'll do my best to remember that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just write it down, Jabert. Jabert, like so what, many different, different Pat, ranks. Patrick, Jabert, I what's, need you what's, what's, what's Devasho's rank right now? Go. I just said it. I just said it. You've opened me up to, to so, so many Metal Gear Solid quotes. <laughs> just uh, any, anytime Trust says anything. Colonel. 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 She's going to take. Seneca with her, they curtly exit, and Seneca goes off to enlist in the SDF, and you guys are allowed to shower, shave, soak, sink in some suds, and about an hour later, you are all delivered fresh officers' uniforms. You can dress snappy. Let me show you. I can show you kind of what these look like. I find a character that's got. Oh yeah, here's. This better have an extremely high collar. Or I'm going to be very disappointed. Oh, look how high this collar! <laughs> oh, that's true. that's a big old collar. I could be. It could be taller. She has yeah. a really long neck. I mean, the <laughs> yeah, collar's that, that, pretty. That neck is, is like a, that's a good like eight inch neck. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I dig it. Anyway, you guys get crazy cloth uniforms made up for you that fit your comically large or super teeny alien bodies. <laughs> I imagine there's a there's a funny scene where Devajo and, and Sprouts are given their orders, but they got switched up. And then we got <laughs> some, 
<laughs> Debauchers just, just drowning on in a sea of cloth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, yeah, and, and a few hours later, you guys can can rest up here, get clean, and the jury will return and walk you to the briefing. The, the space for the meeting in what seems like central command here is indeed a converted cargo bay that still bears the marks of having transported pallets of ore and an industrial mining machinery along its walls. There's the, the faint odor of scorched metal and oil still hanging in the air. There are dozens of soldiers here moving about this cavernous two-story room, consulting holographic displays, reviewing kind of like inventories and lists of, of ships and personnels, munitions. And a lot of the maps are indeed holographic recreations of Susculin's surface. I think I think Devasha, with all this hubbub going around, Devasha will just kind of say out loud, after being away from the fleet for so long, it is, it is nice to be back amongst the familiar sights and sounds of the SDF. Feels almost like home home and you indeed can spot amongst the crowd a familiar face in that of the priest of Hylax Zelanon who Commander Najeri will, will go over and, and, and bring to you all and uh, and say you know we, we have been coordinating with, with Zelanon over the last few days as well there have been some developments on the ground and he says, oh, hello, Midnight Squad. Oh, Tress, how you doing? And the plant one. <laughs> I am nice. I am well, Zelanon. It is a pleasure to see you again. Oh, Zinnia, you're looking well. It's good to see you again. Yeah, I bet it is. I'm, <laughs> I'm alive still. You guys probably forgot because I'm very old. We can never forget you. Oh, thank you. Thank you been so long. I'm glad you are all well. I think you sounded different last time we met you. Shut up, Devasho. How about that? How <laughs> <laughs> about Patrick yeah. doesn't remember no, you, 70 episodes No, you ago. sound younger. You sound younger. It's, it's better. I'm oh, happy for okay. you. Oh, okay. Oh, you raged. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had my coffee today. <laughs> uh, Commander Najiri indeed will kind of push a few um, adjutants and uh, in, in, in non-coms aside, making a space at the large holographic central table where you see the chief military officers sitting and standing around. Uh, and one of them, a, a grizzled old human, will look up from a data pad and look you all over before, before chatting. That's what, that's what this older gentleman is. He says, well, you all must be the squad you've you've spoken so highly of here, Commander Najiri. Uh, I hear we have you to thank for this chance to take back our home world. Colonel, sorry, was he speaking I think he to... wants you to th- say sorry, thank I you. Thought, I thought he was speaking to Najiri. Oh, no. He's talking <laughs> to her squad, Midnight Squad, but to uh, all of you, indeed. Uh, yeah, I'll throw up a salute and uh, mm-hmm. say, uh, we did what we could, General... You got it right, Commander General. That's right. I rolled really well on my profession soldier <laughs> check. <laughs> uh, Najiri will, will introduce you formally and say, Midnight Squad, allow me to introduce you all to High Commander General Cyril Ognia, 
uh, he'll step forward and shake your guys's hands and, and turn back to the maps and says, I'm glad you're here, Midnight Squad. We're, we're at a delicate phase of, of planning. We can use everyone's input, but most importantly, people like you that were there and were on the ground. Um, as well, our, our intelligence is at your disposal, General. Uh, uh, she'll go on to introduce some other uh, lieutenant colonels and things at the the table. People that look like they are soldiers, not intelligence uh, intelligentsia members. And Commander Nigeria will go on, and everyone seems to be waiting on her. She'll type some things out on her data pad, and after the introductions are done, and says, uh, let, "Let's share what uh, Tactical and I have been able to cook up." I want to thank you all. Uh, as you can tell from my debrief here, as Midnight Squad can attest, we found evidence of an ancient Sheeran colony while executing our, our mission of peace here on Altranius. It's from that intel that I, I sent the squad to the remains of Ilumchuva to, to find the research of a Dr. Gauchak on something known as the Forever Reliquary. It, well, it turns out the swarm was immediately interested in the late doctor's work as well. And as well, they were interested in searching for his notes. Well, that led Midnight Squad to a comet in the deep of space where they found a Hylaxian temple that guarded an ancient magical device of of some power, the so-called crown they have described. They were able to infiltrate the swarm mindscape using this device and this priestess Tuva's powers Inside, they were able to subdue or somehow destroy the connection to the swarm in this sector. From all reports on the ground, this has left the swarm armada in a weakened position. Supposedly, their ability to communicate has been limited, with components not within range of of a greater psychic network virtually defenseless. Midnight Squad, is that an accurate description of of your after-action reports you've, you've submitted to me here over the last few months? Yes. So what we are doing next, I'm calling Operation Brush Stalker. It is a series of lightning engagements leading up to retaking the city of Bernoa before marching east on enemy encampments and taking out their, what we believe to be their base of command here. These areas were the last to be taken by the swarm. We've decided to focus on, on reclaiming them first. While swarm activity is still observed everywhere across the planets and, and continents, there's an unusual amount of activity, activity near the Temple of Hylax on, on Clutch Stone Ridge in the Jurdos Mountains. Jill point to a map of the the place where you indeed rescued Zelenon uh, months before. We have captured images of a, a swarm-built hive structure on top of the mountain, and infrared shows a, a massive multi-headed creature within they have a significant concentration of flyers in the air and space above the mountain, covering it for 100 miles. So the recovery of Bernoa is our primary initial focus to establish a beachhead on the planet from which we can then strike at this clutchstone ridge from the ground. Uh, Commander General Ognia will, will chime in and say, and the morale boost that we're going to get by recovering the capital city, that's not going to hurt either. Najiri turns to address the, the five of you and, and says, Midnight Squad, once more, I would like to use you as my troubleshooters on the ground, commanding the troops, handling any issues that they cannot overcome, stepping in to make sure that these missions are completed 
with as few casualties as possible. We are happy to be your your strike team against the overwhelming odds that the swarm can provide. Well, first things first, we're going to be deploying you in the Stonebreaker. It's a nimble but well-armed battle cruiser, and it's going to be part of the force that we need to punch through the, the swarm starship perimeter around the planet. But once in orbit, you'll be taken to the Brnoan starport on the surface in, in the, the support cruiser, the Third Doctrine, along with two ground vehicles that you'll be able to use to, to get around the city. And, and travel around Bernoa as, as needed, and hopefully ultimately to the temple once we have secured the the area. But before we set out on this mission, we need to best determine how to deploy our units around the city. We have commu- uh, committed uh, only one or two to each of these, our seven primary missions. Uh, we have currently nine units unassigned, and well, we would like your advice along with everyone else's on how best to commit them. Uh, she's going to go off and start explaining these uh, seven missions. That's uh, the bulk of this. the rest of this book, I can tell you. And uh, if you notice these little uh, sh- um, SDF shield symbols over here, mm-hmm. uh, these are going to count as basically a... Um, a few hundred soldiers, like, you know, better parts of a battalion. Maybe like five of them is like an entire battalion. And this is the map of the city of Bernoa, somewhere we, we've kind of seen from afar back in book one. Uh, but you guys can can take a, a better look at the, the huge map now. Uh, as you notice, a few places have already had uh, troops committed to them. And you have some more to to commit. So we're going to go over these in turn, uh, starting with the the first part of the mission, which is uh, additional gunnery support. And Najiri says, uh, we, we only have a single additional unit committed, led by Gunner Admiral Abhui Nathar, to the gunnery support for the invasion fleet. The descent to Susculan's surface for the, the transport vehicles and the troops will be treacherous. The, the starships are going to need as many additional gunners as possible to help them punch through the swarm fleet as the swarm forces are expected to focus on doing everything they can to prevent a successful landing. Losses for soldiers committed to this mission, though, are expected to be high. Uh, do you guys have a, a relevant skill here that um, might allow you to provide some additional information to, to this mission? And this one is down here in the lower part of the map I've just listed as gunnery support. Mm. Um, can I use uh, some survival to... I was wondering the same uh, thing. To sort of read the read the maps, see if there's something something about the, the landscape there that perhaps was missed in the deployment. So this one is, is like gunnery support on starships as you guys are going down into the planet. So this is part of the... Oh, so, so th- this is not... This is not actually something that will be on the ground. No, no, this will be basically additional um, ships and, and gunners on ships. So uh, like a to, piloting to check end. might be Yeah, if that's what you want to do. That's not what Debasha wants to do. Anybody can Zinnia can do that. Uh, Nico yeah. can roll that too. It's a 38 from Zinnia. Echo's got some it's real a tw- high skill. It's a, it's a 23 <laughs> from Echo 7. Uh, Rebecca, that is enough, and you're pretty sure each additional unit 
will provide only an incremental benefit against the fight against the swarm fleet. Um, but you would say no more than three additional units. Anything beyond that would probably not not allow the ships to have any benefit. Okay. Um, I don't know if you want to write these down as we go ahead uh, uh, or if you want to immediately assign an additional troop, um, feel free to speak up. Uh, I will say out of character in game terms, there are bonuses and things that you guys will get or potential negatives, depending on the the troop level for certain s- missions. Um, the it, next it, it does it does seem like as we as we talk about this, I think we should go through more of these before we make decisions, but adding yeah. an additional to get to the planet, I feel like is only going to bolster our strength when we get down there to begin with. But yeah, um, the next part of the mission um, before it kind of branches off is storming the spaceport. And as you can already see, there are already five uh, troop elements, almost a, a, an entire battalion that is dedicated to this this first attack and then also holding it afterwards so you guys can land larger ships with with more troops uh nigeri says the, the first thing we do when we hit the ground we will have the bulk of our forces ready for the invasion force here at the Bernoan starport uh, with five units already committed led by uh, general jonam lark letton uh, we, we've charged him with clearing out all the swarm forces from the the starport and allow SEF forces to land safely. This is a critical battlefront, and it is expected to require the fiercest planetary fighting, which is why we've already committed these five units. But losses for soldiers here are expected to be high. Uh, any skill check you would like to, to roll to, to figure out if it's worth committing more units? Like a profession soldier check might be better, good here, or a survival check even here. Is there is there a check that we could roll to find out more about the the commander on the ground there, the the general, to see if we can? I think they'd be around the the, the table here, Joan M. Lark Letton. Um, I don't have specific information. I think they're human, um, but they do look like they've seen a lot, a lot of combat. I mean, if you have questions, feel free to ask them. But if you have profession soldier or some similar <laughs> um, wartime <laughs> uh, profession, probably going to be the skill you want to roll here. Yeah, I'll I'll just do a general profession soldier roll. I don't have anything really specific. I can do uh, that, too. 33. Pretty, pretty precious uh, skill ranks uh, for, for old Trest, <laughs> yeah. so not a great bonus. Maybe uh, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm relying on uh, Major Zinnia over here to provide some expert intel. Well, Zinnia knows perhaps you're, you're, you think five units might be, be enough, but there will be, uh, same thing with the gunnery, incremental bonuses to up to a maximum of, of three additional units for committing more units here. Uh, same thing as um, the gunnery, like like I said. Okay, next up, uh, we got we got a lot more to go through. So let's go through the rest of the missions. Fallout containments here in the northeast. Uh, this is Irwill Reactor. Uh, we have 
one drop unit committed led by Lieutenant Narodi Chelg, and our sensors have gathered that there is a, a damaged nuclear reactor, the, the Arwell Nuclear Facility northwest of Bernoa, seems to be spewing out radiation across the area. We're worried that this might go critical and have a meltdown. Yeah, the units committed to this mission will need specific anti-radiation fallout containment gear. There's only enough gear, I'm sad to say, for two additional units. Uh, we already have one dedicated here, but although the the lack of swarm forces in the area um, that we have observed means casualties are likely to be low, this radiation is dangerous business, and losses for soldiers committed to the missions could be... Uh, Go from low to moderate. All right. Skills for fallout containment. The Arwell maybe, reactor. Maybe survival? Yeah. Oh, engineering. That's engineering, engineering, I think. Yeah, I think uh, the biggest. Maybe physical science. Yeah, yeah. physical science probably yeah, too. Physical science with you guys, but either one of those, if you want to roll it, go right ahead. For some reason, it's a really high roll. And that, and that was that they only have, they said they only have enough radiation gear for two more units or just two Correct. units, period. Three units, three total. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, unfortunately, with these rolls, you're not sure if more hands on deck will be helpful or not here, um, or if, if the one will be more than enough. Mind you, one it could be anywhere from like ten to fifty soldiers or, or trained like specialists. So, next up, in this is. Uh, in the Bernoan Heights mission called uh, uh, Scientific Defense, Najiri says our, our long-range reconnaissance spotted a type of hive mind node, a swarm component called a psychovox in this region here. We have committed a, a unit led by Lieutenant Taya Kako to assist the Bronze Beam Research Consortium as they've petitioned the SDF to support the capture and, and stun study of, of one of these creatures. It, it might help our military better understand the swarm's commander, this queen or, or god host, whatever you all have named it. Units will have permission to occupy a fortified manor here in the Bernoan Heights that belongs to pop star Madame Gogo in the, the north part of the city. Losses for soldiers are unknown. Uh, we're, we're dealing with a swarm component that we don't have battle records on. Uh, it's only been seen from afar on the battlefield. So this is a risk with unknown variables. I'm sorry. They captured something that we've never seen before. Is no, no, no that's the mission. They're trying to capture. They yeah. want to capture something. Okay. I think Zinnia might have a. Skill. I was going to say Zinnia wants to go there. <laughs> Appropriate. Going to leave Midnight Squad. <laughs> what do you What do you think you're going to roll here? Uh, life life science? science. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> you don't need my prompting. It's oh, a thirty-eight. Yeah, and this is probably the highest difficulty DC that you guys are going to face here. That is indeed enough um, to know that the swarm might attempt to recover. A, a captured creature, especially uh, a, a psychic one, if it's a very important to their cause. And though an additional unit might be helpful to station here, it might not be necessary for the, the initial capture. Um, uh, but you, you still think there might be at least a slight benefit for, for another unit here. Um, 
not incremental, but slight. I'm not sure how they're describing this later on, but um, next here in the towards the center of the map, the Hualdi Dome. This is a mission called Nest Eradication. The jury says we have one unit committed, led by Lieutenant Sensen Harbra, to eradicate a a bio farm of of psychovoxes has been identified in the ruined Hualdi Dome in in downtown Bernoa. The strike team needs to be small enough to get in there without drawing too much attention, but large enough to dispatch the creatures and bring the stadium down on the psychovoxes there before they are able to fully mature. We foresee the swarm aggressively defending this location, so losses are expected to be moderate. Mm. Uh, Anybody want to roll skill for this one? Hmm. Maybe a stealth or a... Oh, I can do stealth. I can do stealth. What, what about engineering to destroy the dome? Like to bring it down in the best way. That's all um, trash for stealth. Um, yeah, if you, if you want to try that, Drew, are you, are you asking about engineering? <laughs> Boy, Drew's, Drew's 19 is... Rebecca's four for these yes. relevant skills. It is. It's those operatives with all operatives, their skill points. Operatives, you don't need anything. Zinnia think, doesn't do much well. She she does do skills well. You do skills unbelievably well. Good thing they're only half the game. Yeah, taking a look at the notes that you guys are getting, it, it does seem that I mean, you don't know how how much stealth will be useful in this. It, it seems like as soon as they know the SDF is there and, and planting explosives or attacking, that they will probably bring in reinforcements from from nearby. So you're you're not sh- not sure based on these skill checks if more units would be helpful or or detrimental. Um, can I use uh, some survival to like try to read the map and sort of see? Um, where points are where they'd be exposed if they were trying to like hold off a counterattack. I would say time. no, but as a Suskelin bug yourself, I think you've probably been to the Hualdi Dome and Brinoa. Uh, do make me a survival. Okay. You've been there before. Maybe you know the defenses. Not really. 25. Uh, same thing with, with the other folks. I think you realize that if they are dug in, it, it might be a bit of a slog, but if they don't know you're coming, then I mean, yeah. So think maybe of keep, maybe keep the team small in that. Case. Think of like a, a stadium, you know, like you've been to, and there's just like dozens of entrances and exits and, and nooks yeah. and crannies. So, um, plenty of places yeah, for maybe Godzilla to hide. You're pretty sure an all-out assault would would not be moderate uh, losses. It would probably be high losses if. This mm-hmm. was just like a straight up fight. Mm-hmm. Um, next, but not least, damn reinforcements in the upper left corner of the map. Uh, there is a large hydroelectric dam holding back the Rindith Lake and feeding into the Rindith River through Bernoa. Uh, swarm meddling has rendered the lake highly acidic. And although the spillways have been blocked, damage to the dam could create a a catastrophic caustic flood throughout the capital, making our beachhead fail. The dam must be protected against swarm saboteurs. And so far we have a single unit committed, led by Lieutenant Cahor, 
the dam is easily defensible, so losses for soldiers committed to this mission are expected to be low, as there are several fallback locations to the north and to the south. Now, this one, you guys can probably guess what kind of kind of be some sciency checks for this. Yeah, got to be some engineering for that. Yeah. Go ahead and roll it. Roll. Or, or physical science. Why do I keep rolling double? It's a 34 for Zinnia. Oh, geez, yeah. Louise. I forgot Zinnia's smart and so many skills. Uh, that is going to be enough to know the length of the dam. And just looking at the specs here would require at least one additional unit to fully defend. Um, and if you wanted to defend it against like a an entire swarm def, def, uh, attack force, like if they, they were coming for it, uh, two units optimally. Um, okay, and last but not least, and I don't have it written out, but on the far left-hand side of the map here, I have two units uh, off by their lonesome. Um, uh, Hajiri says, uh, we have sent advanced scout teams uh, to the Jurdos Mountains. Uh, we will have two units committed so far at a minimum, led by Captain um, Dardriel Altasat. Uh, these units are going to touch down to the north of Brenoa in the, the Jurdos and trek for days to establish a secure rendezvous point for the final push to the swarm-altered Temple of Hylax on Clutchstone Ridge. These units are, are to hold their position until Midnight Squad, you and the rest of the Bernoan reinforcements execute a, a tactical strike on the mountain complex. Soldiers committed to this mission will face an exceptionally high likelihood of, of death confronting the strongest defense forces the swarm have amassed here on the planet. It would be considered a suicide mission, and yet nearly every single battalion leader and an enlisted soldier has marked inside the SDF on their service card that they want to be made eligible for this assault. It seems like word has gotten out the swarm might be on the defensive, and everyone wants to be the, the soldier that puts that last bullet in their, their bug leader's head. Uh... This, I, I'll, I'll just go ahead and tell you, uh, profession, soldier, probably good to, to understand how additional units would, would work here. Okay. 37 from Zinnia. Guys, stop. <laughs> Gentlemen would, on the podcast, stop rolling skill checks ever. If, if I wanted to if I wanted to roll that, I'd have to roll a 28 <laughs> on the D20. <laughs> well, it's a good thing because some of these are pretty high. This one's only 25, but Zinnia, and I think even uh, once you, you're taking a look at all the data here, Trest and Devasho too, um, the rest of you guys will, will also notice that, I mean, if the, the defense forces for the swarm are as strong as they are, in these preliminary satellite readouts, um, there will be at least incremental benefits to adding more units here, um, up to a a maximum of three. Anything beyond that, you're just throwing soldiers into a meat grinder. But just taking a look at like points on the terrain and these this high altitude mountain area, there's easily places where like five contingents of troops can can strike from. Um, all right. So you guys have nine additional units, um, and whether these just be ground forces up to like a hundred, 200 soldiers or specialists, 
you know, smaller teams of, of scouts or, or demos or things like that is basically, you know, dependent upon like where, where you're, you're putting these. Uh, so what do you guys think? Where, where would you, do you each want to take one and, and put one in, into a particular area? Do you want to? Well, we have a limited set and I think we need to look back at where we know we need reinforcements. So according to my notes, it looks to me like maybe we should put two on gunnery support and two on starport. Two additional on the Bruno and starport. Uh, I mean, I mean that. that um, I hesitate to do. I, I, I mean, we could easily throw one at each of these things, but not all of them look like they're going to need them. I think. Yeah, gunner, like the, I think gunnery and starport uh, are both ones that need support. But do we need two or do we need? Or should we assign one to the, all the ones we know we're going to need it and then go and see if we can and add then go more back to with any extras that we have? Yeah. That'd be fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I definitely I definitely think that, you know, maybe giving one to gunnery and one to starport is, is good. I mean, that, that puts six in the starport, um, which would be the, the most supported area. Um. I right. think I think Let's, we need to add, and then I think the other ones that are must adds would be the dam. Yes. Yeah. The scouting team and the reactor. Well, do we need the reactor? Because we we got we learned that the that. Well, I take that yeah. back because we did. We learned that but the reactor the dome, takes special gear, more. right? Like, I mean, we don't yeah. want to send a whole bunch of soldiers to where, and we right. we don't but, think but, that the swarm are going to attack that, right? Oh, I think but it might create a. It might. I, I think it would create a, a dangerous uh, yeah. so, uh, situation for correct. all of the humans trying to be. All so my, Which, my worry, yeah, my worry is dangerous. if we leave one unit there and the swarm go after it, there there aren't enough of them to fight the swarm and make sure that the reactor doesn't cause a bad situation. So I don't want. I don't think we need to add two. I just think we need to add one. There's enough radiation gear for that extra unit, and it just turns that away from being a complicated situation. Uh, okay, let's talk about the dome. That's the small strike I don't think team. The, Do we want to keep do- that to one? Yeah, I, I don't think, think that thing how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any, anything. Worst case scenario, um, I, I, Patrick, I assume that we us as players are going to get to be involved in some of these. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, at worst case scenario, we have to go to the dome and do our, our thing and it, and it, and it's, it's bad. So but. these, these are a lot of these are going to be happening like simultaneously, but you right. guys will have ground vehicles and be able to move between them. So you yep. can prioritize. I, I, I don't think all of them, are going to be like in whatever order you want, but I think you can do these in like whatever order after you, you hit the starport. Yeah. So okay, we have, so the we have BBRC, do we want to, I mean, I have written down that we could potentially get a slight bonus if we added one troop to the uh, scientific defense. I, I think we could, at this point, we have four left to give, and I'm thinking... I'm thinking two scout, one capture mission. Yeah, because they because they, they said that it looked like one group could handle the capture, but it's the defense. So if, after if they the put capture, up a fight, they're- yeah, so they're going to capture them and then they're going to get attacked. So I think we either need to, if we don't allocate a second team, we need to 
we as players have to head there once they capture the creature. You know what I'm saying? Pre-in-right. Which Zinnia is totally down with. Like, that's where she wants to go. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I figured she's like, we're going yeah. there first. This, this first. is going to be yeah. a Zinnia solo mission as she goes to, to do that. Yeah. So I, uh, I do, I do want to bring up the, the dam again, because they mentioned that two is enough to large, properly defend, to properly defend but three if they go buck wild against it. Yeah, yeah if they go buck wild, do we need to like I'm I, I think the the scouting team up the mountain needs some support. I am yeah. less inclined for the yeah. reactor than the 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 scouting team, but well so we've got three left. Do we want to put two and two additional ones into the scouting team? I think so, yes. I think so, I think yeah. That's and then we have, seems, we have we have one seems like last a pretty one. critical. Now that, that last one like I'm fine with the dam or the I, I would say I would say the, the dam. Yeah. Okay. You guys don't want to use your swim speeds that you all have <laughs> <laughs> swimming in like acidic water swim speeds. Yeah. Uh, I so, do still have that, so just acid, to, uh, that acid add-on that you could. Yeah. That so to run this down, we have five units dedicated to the scouting team, three units dedicated to the damn defensive team, two units dedicated to the Psychovox swarm capture unit, two units dedicated to the reactor, one unit dedicated to the uh, nest eradication mission at the dome, two units dedicated to gunnery support for the ground troops, and uh, six units dedicated to the Bernoa starport beachhead. Should we add one to the dome? No, because I think I mean from what Patrick said, it, the if a fight if a if a true true fight breaks out, everybody's dead. So. I think the less people there, the best, the better. Okay. I will say you guys didn't technically succeed at any of the skill checks for the, that's also very the Hualdi dome. Just yeah, but FYI. we don't. But we don't know that. Even the engineering was, was skill say, check your, didn't do anything. Oh. Your characters might not understand this, and, and mind you, this isn't your characters making like all these decisions. But you can, because of your skill checks, give your expertise to the the generals and the intelligence officers here and they they listen to you because you know you have all this like firsthand swarm fighting experience and be like well if they pull out a mindscape creature we're gonna be in hot water here and they're like what (laughs) what (laughs) yeah they're made of sand silvery sand you ever seen a silver sand creature explode (laughs) you get stunned for one round Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, we didn't succeed in on the dome, so I hesitate to add troops there. Okay. Well, right now, yep, you've got, you've maxed out the, the dam, I think, and the advanced scouting teams yep. that are going to be going multiple days passing over the Jurdos Mountains to set up perimeters around Clutchstone Ridge. Uh, you've got six units dedicated to the Bernoan starport, an additional each to the scientific mission, the reactor, and the gunnery support. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, most of these will be written in stone once the operation goes underway. But for now, uh, we're going to be using this map whenever we move around Bernoa and and have you guys help execute some of these missions. As as the plans are kind of finalized, old Commander General Cyril will will speak up to the crowd here and say, "Believe it or not, people, if this mission is to be a success, we need to get the lead out. 
I am hereby ordering the entire coalition fleet to mobilize immediately and make for Susklin high orbit. Who knows how long the swarm are going to be affected by Midnight Squad's attack on the Mindscape. We can't waste a single hour that they've bought us. If the swarm are reinforced from outside this system, or if this assault fails, well, that might be the whole show, folks. So we need to make sure we bury this god host and take back our planet once and for all. Who's with me, SDF? Yarg! Everyone, <laughs> everyone lets out a hearty. I, I, all, the, all the all the pirates out there. Ah, Itchy Toe Greg. Yeah, you're with us. It's so hard keeping these universes apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the part of the coalition is just a just a, a pirate spaceship. There's no explanation, but they're there. <laughs> Guys, support us on Patreon. <laughs> Listen to Devin and Roto Crates. It gets wild when they get to space. Uh, Commander Najiri will will come up to you guys and say, uh, folks, as, as officers, you have to arm and defend yourself if the swarm intelligence doesn't already know who you are. Uh, as soon as you step into combat, they're going to put a target on your heads. I'm allocating the rest of my budget for you all for this push. Uh, it's it's only 150,000 credits, but it's everything we've been able to scrape together for you. Uh, some of it, though, will cut... Uh, I'm told comes back from the SS Scout. The the priesthood at the Forever Reliquary has sold off to foreign investments about a million in, in historical artifacts and, and relics and religious items that they donated to the war effort. You seem to make quite an impression on the Hylaxians in your, your time there. <laughs> they uh, They made quite an impression on us as well. They made us make peace with little squishy light things. <laughs> we we learned how to talk in colors. <laughs> I'm fluent in, in Crayola. In purple, green, blue. <laughs> Don't get me started in on Crayola. red, black, white. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a certified translator for CMYK. Yeah, I'm a Rose Arts guy myself. <laughs> uh anyway, she will send you on and says, get to the armory and gear up in night squad. You all have to be tougher than any of the fighting forces in the galaxy in order to take down the swarm. Sharpen those blades and clean out those gun barrels. And most of all, don't forget to be continued. Dum, bum, bum. Let's go. Cue mind montage and strapping sequence of putting on guns and grenades. There's 10, there's 10 minutes of footage of just Echo 7 putting grenades on a belt. <laughs> Where are we I dropping, so. Midnight Squad? Where are we dropping? Well, sadly, that is made for you. It, it would have been fun if you can literally start at like any of these locations. But uh, yeah, we we got some starship combat. We've got some some attacks at the Brnoan Starport. I, I like kind of knowing where the next few episodes are going to go, and then Ooh. from there on out, it's it's going to be mainly up to you guys. Straight Man. to Brnoa Heights. We we literally <laughs> have no choice. Rebecca will <laughs> will struggle the pilot. Speed. She's driving, yeah, right? Yeah, so there's, that's where there's we're going. no choice. <laughs> and and like, that episode, like, like, like quick, head, head to the reactor. She's like, oh yeah, don't worry, I'm going to the reactor. Oh, don't worry for sure. <laughs> and that, that episode's uh, name and artwork is probably already done, so that's good. <laughs> that technically, you will have two vehicles, uh, two brush stalkers, which are 
anti-gravity vehicles we'll we'll get to in, in a future episode but uh yeah no i'm all for splitting the party going off in two different directions basically. <laughs> <laughs> i'll give like two of you one week off from the podcast as it'll just be the other three and, and vice versa <laughs> surely nothing terrible will happen in that time <laughs> everybody dies sprouts uh, excellent adventure guys uh thanks so much for playing with me here tonight and thank you set up an invasion oh, uh, yes. listeners you, oh we'll catch you next time here on cosmic crit bye, bye. have a good week see you later hey that's my line bump, bump, bump. Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.